Howdy, hey, and hello, and welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG. And we're coming at you with a killer episode. It is Motivation Monday. We're fired up. Coffee's in hand. Energy is high. Feeling good. Just thankful for another day. You know, I just realized every single day there's something to be thankful for. And, you know, today, hopefully one of those things for you is this podcast because we've got a killer episode coming for you, which is going to be absolutely amazing and a ton of fun. Got some killer, killer questions as always. You know, if you're ever curious how you can submit a question or you want to keep up with us more, please do follow us on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T on Instagram. Uh, we do lots of fun things, giveaways, really educational stories. You can catch up with me and Kyle. You know, so many good things uh, that can be found there. So lots of uh, Ask Me Anythings we've been doing too, because I know a lot of people want to learn more about what me and Kyle are all about, you know, who we are. I guess you'd get comfortable hearing our voice, but you know, it's kind of fun to do that too. So we've been trying to post lots of those so you can keep up with us there. But without further ado, I'm going to jump into my quote because I really like it. I feel like for the past uh, couple of weeks or the past couple of months, may it be, I don't even know. I've had some pretty intense quotes. So I just want to take this one really light. And it's just something that really does hold dear to me. And my quote is never, ever underestimate the importance of having fun. And that's from Randy Posh. And the reason I really like this, and it, it seems so simple, and it's just something you probably wouldn't even look twice at normally. But I just think we get so often, you know, you go through the rhythms of life and every day feels like the next, if you will. And if you're not looking for something to enjoy, something that just makes you smile and I feel like we get so worried about not looking composed and not being ourselves and having other people judge but you know it's just so fun when you can let loose and do what you like like a great example is you know me Kyle and a bunch of our friends used to always go to like a trampoline park who mainly goes to trampoline parks little kids but we had so much fun like there's just something great about jumping around doing flips you know even when you see people doing things like mini golf playing sports you know even for me I love like running around with my dog like the crazy person he is in the backyard and chasing him and just really makes you like feel excited you know or dancing to music in the car whatever the heck it is but you can't underestimate the importance of it in your life because I think having fun being excited by things being energized smiling laughing it's just such a valuable thing and you got to really ask yourself am I having fun every single day you know I try to make sure I'm doing something that I really do quite enjoy I do quite look forward to I try to make sure I can laugh every day you know I try to reflect and have gratitude like you know once again it seems silly trying to make sure make it a point to ensure that we have these things in our day but for some of us if things aren't planned they're not going to happen and you got to ask yourself too you know like maybe you're you know a really big corporate professional and you don't you know get to do a lot of things that are just for you that are just fun that are just silly and you know whatever it is that kind of does it you know going out bowling I don't know whatever it is you like to do I think it's a great reminder so make sure you're working and kind of engaging with fun activities and doing things you can really enjoy yeah absolutely you know every Sunday when I look at my calendar you know I'll sometimes uh, send out some messages to you know whoever it is that I want to reach out to and say, Hey, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's get this plan for the week. Cause obviously as you know, as you grow up, you realize like how hard it is to, you know, meet up with some people. So even today, uh, you know, Josh, uh, and a couple of buddies, um, and myself are just going to play pool. Right. So it's, it's fun, right. You know, just catch up. A lot of times we do do like active things, um, which is like also, you know, fun, like, you know, whether it's rock climbing, snowboarding, all that other stuff. But I do think like Josh said, like you really, you know, it depends on the type of person, but even for myself, you can tell I, I like to plan. So I, it has to kind of be in my calendar. So I kind of, you know, just remind myself, okay, you know, no matter what, no matter what pops up, I've got this thing planned and it, it holds me accountable. But I thought it was cool because even in a um, 
past client check-in with my client, Massiel. She, um, she's got a young child as well, which is really cool. But she said one of her goals was to do um, some fun and exciting things. And she went rollerblading, uh, rock climbing. And um, I forget the other thing, but I just thought that was like so cool because she started to kind of, you know, follow in our footsteps and just like, she loved it when she reported in with me. She's like, this is the most fun I've had, you know, even if it's just like you go into the park and swinging on a swing or something, it, it just keeps you young. It keeps you vibrant. It, it, you just feel so good after, right? You know, and as I can, as I'm getting older, I feel myself like getting a little, a little more serious and stuff. And, you know, yes, it is great to be serious and just, uh, you know, put your foot down, but at the same time, just feeling, um, you know, just letting loose just feels so good as well. So I really like that quote. Um, my quote for this week is if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And this was from Henry Ford, arguably one of the most, you know, successful guys in the world. Um, but I just really like that one. Um, you know, just once again, you know, if you kind of think of, I always relate this, of course, back to your fitness journey, you know, you're listening to Fit Healthy and Happy Podcast, but you know, you're someone who is, uh, you know, done keto and, uh, you know, not to hate on keto, you know, a lot of people love it. Um, but, you know, let's say you, 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 you lose weight, you put it back on um, afterwards once you start eating carbs again and you keep repeating that cycle. Like I, we have a lot of conversations in the DMs and it seems like a lot of times people just essentially kind of fall through that trap of just like, oh man, I'm just gonna, you know, just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. And that is great that you have that mentality, but like, what's going to be different this time? Um, and I just think that's, it's such a great quote. It just, it really got me thinking. I'm like, if I want to get these different results, I've got to change something here. Right. So yeah, sometimes you just got to put your head down, you know, just, uh, start thinking about these things to make that big difference in your life. That's huge. And I like that this is kind of like a reverse engineering of, you know, the just the definition of insanity, right? You know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. But it's true, you know, you need to ask yourself, even myself, I wanted to level up in the gym, I wanted to turn up the heat, I want to get more results. And I thought, well, you know, what am I going to do to actually do that? Like, I can't just do the same thing I've always done, or that's not going to happen. Like, what are actionable changes I can make? You know, what can I do? And, you know, I look for those. And I thought, okay, am I avoiding, um, you know, uh, movements I don't want to do? And, you know, I really try to make sure I'm doing things like that. You know, I, what areas do I need to specify? I've been doing more unilateral you know, leg training for myself. I've been making sure to, you know, improve my just basal level of activity with walking. Um, you know, if I need to for a really long workout, I've been doing different things, you know, to kind of optimize that with my time. And, you know, I thought, okay, I can't just say a lot of people, I think we say, I want to do more. I want to do better. I want this to be the best week ever, but they won't actually have a plan or one small thing they can do. And that's why with our clients every week, when our clients check in with us, one of the the things we have them do is set a small weekly goal because you know a small weekly goal is that we can get one percent better each week that is huge that is massive massive progress and growth for us so you know i thought that was an excellent quote and that really does bring the point you got to ask yourself like what areas do you want to do more are you hoping to do more but you're not seeing any change like great example is we all know people that want to lose weight you know they do great during the week then the weekend it's the same habits the same things no sacrifices are made and i guess as we go into thoughts like one thing i want to say is like there's an intelligent way to lose weight and you can lose weight intelligently without minimal struggle, right? Like you can do it in a way that's definitely more sustainable where you're only a little bit hungry at the end of the day and it's not brutally hard and it's not going to be absolutely horrible. But losing weight in particular, you know, one thing I've been having to tell more people is never an easier fun thing. Like you're in a deficit, you're eating less 
than your body wants, right? And if you're saying, well, I'm eat- I'm in a deficit and I haven't lost weight for months or weeks, you're not in a deficit. That means you're at your maintenance, your body's adjusted. And, you know, there's just so many factors that need to be considered there. And that's why you need to be honest with yourself, right? Like even me, I realized like for the past two weeks, I'm like, oh, I completely forgot to log the milk in my coffee. Now you might say, okay, that's only 30 calories. Like why are you freaking out about that, Josh? Like it's a little bit extreme, but I have a lot of coffee. <laughs> you know, I'll have some days like three glasses, four glasses of coffee, right? You know, three times four, you know, we're looking at 120 calories, right? Well, 30 times four, but 120 calories. Like that's significant. That's not insignificant. You got to ask yourself, what are these small things I'm overlooking? And you know, at the end of the day too, like if we've been eating so much and you're overweight, I think it is good to, you know, kind of look in the mirror and say, listen, I ate a bit too much. I mean, I'm a little bit of fun. That's fine. It's a period of my life, but I need to accept that I really enjoyed myself. I went a little bit extreme, just the same as if you blew a ton of money, you might have to spend more time saving and being more disciplined. You know, it's like, okay, if I want to lose weight, I got to get disciplined. I got to get real with myself. I got to do what's hard. I got to face this head on and I'm going to tackle it. I'm going to get it done. And what's great about doing that is it should only be a period. You shouldn't be dieting eternally shouldn't be forever in pain but you know at the end of the day like even let's say you have five pounds to lose and you really want a slow rate of loss so you can be you know as full as possible and you're only losing half a pound a week um you know then you can do that in 10 weeks if you're doing a pound a week you can do that in five weeks if you're doing two pounds you know you get the idea here right like you need to have a set plan but you also need to have that discipline you need to have that self-understanding that not everything is easy like going to the gym and getting strong is not easy you got to learn to push you're going to have to fail you're going to have moments of embarrassment where you didn't get it you're going to be disappointed with yourself you know like it sucks when you plan to hit a new pr and you do all the work and you go through like a 11 week 12 week mesocycle and you go in and you can't do it you're like what is wrong with me ah you know and we've all been there i've been there but you find a way through it you succeed with it and you know it's just the truth like nothing is easy especially with fitness health and happiness just as it isn't easy to get into a habit of reading it's uncomfortable would i rather be on my phone looking at social media of course because there's more like endorphins to be gained from that right but we need to to work against what's just easy and do things that might be a little bit harder that ultimately are going to be better for us, make us feel better and be more in line with what our goals are and with what we want to do. So that's my real talk for the day. Dang, dude, this guy just popped off. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that inspired you guys because it, it it couldn't be um, you know for, further from the truth is that I'm saying it's true. <laughs> it couldn't be <laughs> further from the truth would be bad. Oh, okay, closer to the truth you could say. Yeah, well, regardless, like that was just straight fire. So hopefully, it inspired you guys to take action. That's what we do. Is you know we're here to just you know be honest with you guys as well. Like you know if you're client of ours as well, like you know we're just here to get you get you results, right? That's what you guys are here for. And uh, you know just um, I'm glad that you're I'm glad that you're here and taking in this awesome content. Um, you know, moving into my random thought this morning was I was just like, oh man, I was kind of, you know, just all over the place. Just, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, type the caption for today, you know, try to plan a podcast, like just a bunch of different things that I was like, oh, I need to do. And I was like, okay, one second, let me just sit down for five minutes. And before I jump into all this, because, like, you know, I, the, I was about to brush off my meditation. I'm like, just give me five minutes. I'm going to meditate. Then I'm going to go in with a clear mind and start typing all this stuff up. And the reason I say that is because I feel like when, you know, especially lives are so busy, like the last thing you want to do is those things where it feels like you're doing nothing. Like I used to be that person who was just like, go, 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 go. And I know so many people, even sometimes I'll see in check-ins. I'm like, guys, like just slow down a little bit, like just chill for a second. Like you don't always have to be 
you know, multitasking and doing four things at once, like sometimes taking the, that one step back, even just, you know, I could relate this to our fitness journey when it comes to maybe doing a diet break or a reverse diet or, you know, just different things like, yeah, you might be going one step back, like me sitting here, arguably doing nothing, but it'll be bring, bringing me two to three steps forward when you actually think of how clear my mind's going to be afterwards. And instead of feeling stressed, I was like, oh, wow, like this is actually a pretty good, you know, caption, like, you know, just these videos that I'm sending to, you know, people who are looking to sign up, like, you know, it's a lot better, right? And I saw, and this was going to be my quote, I saw a different coach post this in the past is unpopular opinion. If you don't have 10 to 15 minutes a day to track your food or three to four hours a week to work out, you don't have a time um, issue, you have a time management issue. And this kind of relates to like, you know, the, um, the meditation side of things, right? I'm like, you know, if you don't have 10 minutes to sit down and just meditate and breathe and just relax and not use your phone, like we got to take a look at your schedule. We got to make those changes kind of working off of that quote. Like, you know, just, you gotta, you gotta sit down and be like, Hey, if you keep doing the same thing, you know, if you keep every single week, like I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to meal prep. You got to make that change if you actually want to see change. But if you don't, then, then that's cool. Just don't, you know, don't complain when, uh, you know, when you, when you, when you don't fit into your clothes or when, you know, just, you don't get the results you deserve. Once again, here to be honest, here to be fully transparent, you know, just a lot of people just need that tough love. And that's what we're here for. You know, we want to get you results, but we also want to, you know, encourage you the right way. And that's what we do as coaches. So that's my talk for today. Absolutely. So that's about it for me. You got anything else you want to kind of jump on here before the client shutout? No, I'm, I'm ready to do it, man. All right, let's jump into this episode. We've got some great questions, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, definitely, you know, take some time to think about all those things we said. And, you know, we always like to challenge people and really say what's in our mind and sometimes really convenient. You know, it's funny, one of my uh, clients, Dustin, he uh, messaged me and he said, Will Smith could have really used your episode from last Monday. And that gave me a pretty good chuckle. So that was pretty funny. And, you know, hopefully you really enjoy all the different ones. That was kind of just our talk about being kind and understanding of people and course everything goes both ways and you know it's always nice too and that's why we want these episodes to stay really fresh is you know we're always just talking about what's on our mind and as we grow and as we learn you know we want to help other people do that too because we're here to help you become fitter healthier and happier so thank you for tuning in uh, we'll continue to do just that and for my client shout out this week i have my client phoebe i had to showcase her transformation from earlier because what i loved about this it was such a stark contrast from new year's to her graduation uh you can see in the new year's photo even she sent it, you know, all dressed up, but just didn't feel her best, didn't feel how she wanted to feel, right? And the photos to me really showcase it. So make sure you go to our Instagram to check that out because in her graduation photos, you can just see the confidence, you can see the smile, you can see the posture. And like, this is just something I love past just, you know, like aesthetic, right? Like it's easy just to say like, wow, look at that person. They have such big, strong arms or a big chest or great glutes or whatever the heck it is, right? But it's a whole nother thing just to feel good and feel our, ourselves, feel our best. Like there's nothing worse than, you know, you're about to go out and, you know, all the time I'm sure like ladies can relate more and more. You put something on, it doesn't fit right. It doesn't look how you want it to look. You don't have that confidence, right? But on the flip side, I love getting messages from clients where they're like, hey, I bought this thing this long ago. I've never been able to wear it. Now it fits me perfectly or I finally can wear my perfect dress again. And like, you know, even just when we know we're living in line with our goals, as I mentioned, we're where we want to be. It just, it's so good. I even mentioned to, to one client this week, just how important it is. I'm, I use a quick execution strategy. And what that means is I'm not executing people quickly. I'm executing on tasks quickly. So for me, if it's something silly, like let's say I have six pens on my island in my kitchen, it's driving me nuts. 
I don't want to think about that for two days. Every time I look at the pens, I go, oh, I should put those pens away. It's a really lame example, but you get the point. It's clouding my mind. It's just on my mind over and over. Instead, it's like, okay, these are annoying me. Let me pick them up, move them, get it done. Boom, five seconds, clear my mind. Like there's just too many things where we let it like really cloud us, right? And a great example of that is I want to lose five pounds. You know, I want to start going to the gym again. You feel horrible every time you're saying that week after week and you're not going to the gym. You're not executing on that change, right? And that's why it's so good when you can just kind of snap those fingers, get that done. You know, we mentioned that for the alarm and getting up in the morning. And in general, the more you can do something like this, just the better you'll feel, right? It goes such a long way. So, you know, this is an even great example. And you can see the confidence in Phoebe as Grace here gets stronger, you know, look better, feel more confident and just be fitter, healthier and happier. And that's where having a coach can be so good too, right? It's a great way to kind of hold yourself accountable, get yourself locked in by reaching out, getting a coach who's going to be there to help you optimize your fitness, your health and your happiness and really just make sure you can see the results you deserve, especially if you've been stuck and you've kind of felt upset and frustrated with yourself that you haven't seen the results that you know you can get and that you know you need and want. So we still have a few spots available for the summer special you know we have three spots left um this is kind of our last chance for that you know yes we're doing it early i know it's not summer yet but we want to get people ready for summer so this is your chance this is a fantastic deal with a lot of incentives and you know this is the perfect time to get started because you can get lined up for summer just imagine how great you're going to feel at the beach the parties the barbecues you know everything like that like it's time to just feel your best because when we feel our best we're confident we're healthy we're happy it's just we're unstoppable so definitely be sure to dm summer special to at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T to get that started or click the second link in the description of this episode. So well said. We are very excited to be part of all of your fitness journeys and help you transform uh, this year. You know, don't wait until June 1st, you know, July 1st, like whatever it is, get started now and we are so pumped to help you out. Absolutely. Now we're going to jump into the mailbag. You know, it's Motivation Monday, but we're here to answer your questions. And we have some incredible ones this week. So I'm going to jump it off with number one, which is why do you use an RAR concept instead of maxing out on everything? Shouldn't you always be aiming to get as strong as you can on every exercise? What do you got to say, Kyle? Yeah, so this was a great question. Uh, it came from a client and, uh, you know, just I, I, I got me thinking. I'm like, man, this is really, really awesome. Um, long story short, like, you know, just because I used to have the beliefs that you need to go, you know, just till failure on everything until my body was just like, holy, like what the heck are you doing? So, you know, RIR stands for reps and reserve. It's just a great way to just kind of know what weight to use. So a lot of times if we do exercises, like, you know, we'll give you a certain amount to leave in the tank, right? You know, just let's say we're doing a lap pull down. We might leave one rep left in the tank, maybe two reps, right? Depending on your situation, our programming, our periodization and all that good stuff. But I find a lot of people go wrong. And, you know, I still, to this day, even when I was scrolling on Instagram, you know, we just, we follow this fitness influencer and you know he's very obviously on steroids posting saying you need to go to failure for absolutely everything and I'm just like man like you know just I'm still seeing this over and over again and just a lot of times our body can't handle it and when you do something like that as well you're just going to affect the next exercise right I'd rather leave one to two reps left in the tank do good solid form like if you even if you think about it going to failure especially on the big compounds like always like squat deadlift bench press like there's a time and a place absolutely but if you're always just beating yourself up essentially and 
and just maxing out and just not leaving anything left for the next exercise. Like you have to kind of question, is it actually worth it? But let's say I'm doing a pull day, you know, I'm leaving some reps reps left in the tank. My volume can actually be higher because I'm able to do more for that next exercise instead of just fully fatiguing myself off right from the start. So you kind of think of it more of like a long-term approach, right? You know, if you're on steroids, if you're just able to recover like crazy and just you're absolutely unstoppable and you can just constantly go and just like, it's like no problem. That's going to be a bit different, but I'd say, you know, 99.9 of you, uh, percent of you aren't um, in that situation. So yeah, we like to just give you uh, amount to, to leave in the tank. And the thing is you need to be honest with yourself when you actually question, like, do I have this many reps left in the tank? I'd say the average person, um, will say, Oh, I've got two reps left in the tank. But even as a trainer, I realized like Josh and I used to say like a lot of people have way more than they actually think. And a lot of females we see leave like six reps, seven reps, eight left reps left in the tank. Um, just because they kind of doubt themselves there. So yeah, that's kind of the way we gauge strength and it's a cool way to kind of keep track during your workouts and make sure you're increasing your strength for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of different mechanisms with these and none are going to be absolutely perfect. And some people will say, oh, I get so stressed out by this. Like, why do I need to be so fixated on this metric? And, you know, I, I like to say it's a great guide. RER is a perfect guide. It's hard to know if we're absolutely in line with it. You know, the most accurate way I would say is percentage based training. Um, even RPE systems are so subjective. Like there's so many different mechanisms for kind of gauging what weights to use. But, you know, even for me, you know, with new clients, I'll never tell someone what weights to use because when you think about it, it just it wouldn't make sense, right? Like if someone comes in, I have no understanding of what your capacity is, how strong you are. Um, you know, as if you're listening to this, you go to the gym, you probably go to the gym with people and you think you're really strong at something and your friends, you know, blast you out of the water. And then there's some things where people are like, how the heck are you doing so much weight? What in the world? Like we're all just so different and unique in that sense. And that's why it really is us versus us. And we need to really be aware of that. And that's where RAR is so good um, because we can make sure we're pushing ourselves. We can make sure we have a gauge of what to kind of use and then we can grow and improve from there and you know you should always be challenging yourself to get stronger but you need to do it intelligently you know if you're doing something with an rar1 and you're getting eight and it's three by eight and you're getting eight and then or sorry you're getting eight then you're getting five then you're getting three that's way too heavy you know and just the same if it's rar1 you're getting seven on all three that's not right either right but let's say you're getting eight eight and eight and you think it's about an rr1 there's nothing wrong with you going a bit heavier and maybe you get eight six six that's fine you know it's totally all right like kind of aim for it to be in line with that first set at the very least and just use that as a tool to say okay next time i'm going to get this weight down i'm going to be able to do eight reps for all three sets and that's going to be a goal for us so that's why we've had a lot of success with this i do quite enjoy it and it does prevent you from burning yourself out right you know we go too hard we're not going to have anything left right it's just not going to be realistic we do need to make sure we can go through that workout we can put the full intention the full focus into all the different muscle groups so we can see the maximum results possible now for the second question we have today this is a really fun one you know it's fit healthy and happy podcast and one of the best tools for happiness you know, in my opinion, is to learn how to say no more. You know, it's really important we say no. It's not no to things that are good for us, but, you know, even just being honest with ourselves, like, what can I take on? Am I overextended? Do I need to tell work, hey, I can't do a little bit more? Like, it's the stress isn't worth it, you know, like little things like that, or, you know, say no to the activities that you know are wrong for you, or say no to things that, you know, you shouldn't be eating or having food around. I mean, even I, maybe actually, I know this is a bit more of a thought, but um, I, Kyle brought up a thing about the athlete Kai Green that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. So basically, and by the way, I actually don't think we said the question on that one there. No, I know. Okay, cool. Um, I'll jump into the thought first, but basically he had said like, um, he is one of the most dedicated bodybuilders in the world, right? He had said that 
even himself, he struggles with so much self-control. So he said that he doesn't bring anything into the house in terms of sweets because he knows that he will completely go overboard. And it's kind of interesting, right? Someone with one of the greatest physiques in the world, like you kind of think like, you know, I know sometimes people think they have like a problem. Like I get those messages here and there like, oh, I've, I'm, I'm, you know, I can't say no to these sweets. Like when it's in the house, I just, I can't stop eating. It's like, there's nothing wrong with you really. It's just, you know, we're bored at the end of the night. You're just, you know, kind of looking for something. But he said that he's like, I absolutely refuse to bring anything into my house. Um, so he says no to that, right? You know, if he wants to go get something, he's got to get in his car. And I just thought that was cool that, you know, it's coming from like a top tier bodybuilder who has like the greatest physique ever. Um, and he just says, no, like, he's like, I, I don't need it. You know, just, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to bring it in. And uh, yeah, you sometimes you got to say no. Yeah. And like, that's the thing too, though. And that's why as we jump into this question, it's interesting. Sometimes the easiest way to say no is to say no to the first decision to prevent yourself from making a million other things. For instance, I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll have people over on the weekend. I'll buy a ton of chips, ton of ice cream, all this stuff. You know, like I need to say no. If that's in my house or at the week, I'm going to be way too enticed and it can be tough. Right. So, you know, that's another interesting way to think of it. And even just saying no more can be taken so many different ways. And that's why I try to bring a few different examples. But without further ado, I'll jump into the direct question. So how can I say no more? I know it's holding me back. I keep eating food I don't even want, but always feel pressured by friends and family, even for alcohol. And, you know, a great thing I liked about this too was, you know, people would often say like, oh, just how do you do it? Like the first thing to understand too is you have to understand mom mentality. A great example is like, I've never been a big cake person. I've liked it a little bit more lately, but very often like at birthday parties and things, you know, I'd always be like, I don't want the cake. I'd rather eat a little bit more food. And everyone's like, what? You're not even going to have one slice? But like the honest truth is me having a piece of cake or not should not affect anyone else's happiness or experience. I think where it comes down to is people kind of feel like, hey, I'm having this fun, tasty thing and I know it's not good for me, but I'm enjoying it and you not having it makes me feel worse about it or you not being part of the group. But the truth is that shouldn't really be your problem. Like if you, it's not something you enjoy, you know, you shouldn't just be eating it just because it's a social norm and something you should do with others. And, you know, I know a lot of people feel that way too, you know, with drinking, they're like, I don't even care to drink. Just everyone has it. So I feel like I have to do it, but I feel horrible and I don't want to like, you know, sometimes you just got to put your foot down and say, I'm going to do what's best for me. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to, you know, take care of myself here. And that's not even being selfish in a bad way. Like that's being selfish, you know, just for your health and your happiness. And you can still enjoy that moment. You can still be present with them. You can still make great conversation and smile and be there and be involved right so that's definitely something um you know i always like to kind of keep um you know on the top of my mind and one thing we always say is each time you say yes to things you don't really enjoy you end up saying no to the things you do enjoy right and that's where it can be this push pulled in this trade and that's why you got to really kind of prioritize what do i want to say yes to what what's my focus what's my priority you know maybe we're filling our schedule saying yes to things we don't want to do and we're neglecting things we do want to do right like you know these are great considerations to have like maybe you're saying yes to watching too many tv shows and you know just spending your whole night doing that when you want to be saying yes to the gym but you know maybe your partner doesn't go to the gym and you feel awkward but like you know these are things we got to say no i need to go to the gym i feel better i want to do that i'm going to get that done right so i always try to approach it from that higher level of thought that higher level of thinking and i find it really kind of makes sense for me there and it's easier for me to kind of apply it and act on it so that's my biggest tip but i know kyle has a bunch here so i'll let him pop off yeah that was super well said i loved everything josh said there and i couldn't agree more 
Um, you know, just one of the questions to ask yourself and one of the greatest questions in my opinion is what do I really want to do? Like keyword I, like what is, you know, you're not asking what does the other person want to do? What does the other, you know, group of people want to do? What do I want to do? And that's, I feel like that's a key to happiness, right? You know, doing what you want to do and what feels best for your situation, your goals, you know, just how you feel, your body, you know, your mind, everything like that. And I think that, yeah, like once again, you keep saying yes to these things that you just don't even want to do and you just feel peer pressured. Like we've all been there, right? We've all done something that, you know, just, and here's the thing, there's a difference between doing something and not caring about anybody at all. Um, And that's one thing I wouldn't really recommend, like, you know, just be going down that route. But the thing is you have to think about even when you do, let's say, no to a lot of things like you have to ask yourself is this really affecting the other person or the group of people or my family and a lot of the times it's no like if you say no I'm not coming to grandma's birthday you know I just I can't be around food like whatever okay that's that's where we draw the line like you need to be able to figure something out there but if you just say no to like a specific dish or a specific drink or like whatever you're not affecting anyone so kind of making sure that you're not like you know just you know putting others down or just being a completely rude and obnoxious person you know just kind of ask yourself that and I'd say once again 95% of the time by you you know, turning down a food by you turning down, you know, um, an event that just isn't going to leave you feeling good. Like you can always find different alternatives. If it's someone's birthday and you don't want to go out to the club till 3am, but you say, Hey, listen, I'll pop by and, you know, bring you a little, uh, you know, plate of food tomorrow. And I'll just, uh, you know, come say hi. And that's totally cool. Like do what you want to do. But in terms of just like, especially the food, the drinks and stuff like that, I've got a couple different things. Like I think it's important to be polite, but don't feel guilty. You know, there's different lines that I have here. You know, I have my own food that I just genuinely really enjoy. You know, just once again, because I I find a lot of times people, you know, sacrifice their goals and like just I hear this in my weekly check-ins. Oh man, you know, I went out and you know this happened and you know just I got peer pressured here. Just you know, just all these events. Like you know, once again, you can have fun, you can enjoy, um, but a lot of times, just you know, you're on a journey and you you get that momentum and then just these things keep popping up that you don't even care for. Um, so it's really important just to put your foot down um, if that's what you want to do. By the way, um, I. I just don't have any room for it right now. You know, these are, these are things you can say, right? You know, you're at events, you don't want it. Um, I just can't eat another drop of food. You know, um, I don't eat, you know, blank ingredient. You can fill it in. Like a lot of times, you know, just there's things that you may not eat, or you could even say that you don't eat it. And that way you can get out of it easily. Like people aren't going to pressure you or just be like, Oh no, you have to have it. You say I'm allergic. I don't have this food. You know, it's just, it doesn't, it's not something I eat. You know, I'm, I'm whatever people are going to stop right away. You know, just, um, even it doesn't fit in my food plan for the day. I'm sorry. I'm full. I'm good to go. Like, I just, you know, it doesn't fit in for the day. I've already logged everything. Just let them know what's up. I think the biggest thing as well is people don't know your goals. And that's where a lot of people, like when I have these conversations, like people are scared to tell someone, hey, listen, I'm trying to lose 15 pounds. I think sometimes people get scared because they've failed a bunch. Um, By the way, that's going to be another question for next week is how to keep going when you've already failed a few times and how to get back on it. I'm really excited for that. Um, But yeah, just let people know, like just what's up, you know, what you're striving for, why it means a lot to you. And you will be good. You just got to be honest. You got to be transparent and just got to do what's best for you absolutely and you know this is a big one right like it's there's there's being selfish you know for no need and you know that's a different story right like but at the end of the day especially too if things truly are like harmless and it's you and it's your choice of what you want to eat what you want to consume what you want to do like you know the more you can be confident and stick to that too the more people respect it especially if you give people a reason you know at the end of the day right like even hey i'm avoiding desserts right now i'm really trying to eat good whole foods i'm in a deficit so you know i'm just trying to make the most of everything and i really enjoyed uh you know those 
that chicken breast you made that's why i had so much of it you know just something i enjoyed like people be like okay you know people are understanding right and i think that is something to remember so some big tips here and i thought this was a really great question that will help a lot of people now this is a great next question this is one i've actually gotten a lot recently i have addressed it in the past and i remember i watched a really good youtube video on this actually so i got some good suggestion and that is how does how do you stop feeling so sluggish in the afternoon i feel like i really hit a wall around 3 p.m any advice so First of all, it is common for most people to feel this. You know, chances are you've done a lot through the day. Energy starts to subside. That's when you start to, you know, kind of come down from caffeine if you're kind of leaving it earlier in the day. And it can just be tough, right? You get this wave of, whoa, I just feel really knocked out. And I'm going to be honest, the number one easiest thing you can do to really break this up is just go outside and go on a walk. I know this isn't doable for everyone, but being active, being in the sun, getting fresh air, this has made me feel unstoppable. You know, and even if you are at work, like it it is even worth saying you know like I even myself like if someone said to me hey I'll work more productive if I can go on this 10 minute walk here and be more focused like is it okay if I you know just go outside for my walk and I'll come back and I'll really crank it out like I'd be like yes like I know it's good for you so if you can implement that that does go such a long way and that is something you can keep in mind other great things you can do are you know upping your exposure to sunlight throughout the day and first thing in the morning when you wake up you know it doesn't hurt at all and it's shown you know to really help you feel more alert and awake during the day by you know, getting to a sunny window and letting your body kind of wake up and acclimate, especially if you're in a dark room, that can be somewhere where it can be a little bit harder. So, you know, that's something I could recommend. Um, you know, you could save your workout for this time if that's something you're comfortable doing, you know, getting out, being active. Um, another great thing is taking a break and doing something stimulating for your mind, you know, even doing a chore, you know, or something. I know everyone, most people would be at work at this time. So my number one advice would probably be that walk or just having something you can do where you could split that up, even if you have to walk around the office or whatever it may be, look out a window, you know, kind of just take some intentional breaths, meditation, anything like this really will kind of help you get over that and charge you up in my experience. Honestly, everything Josh said was so accurate. I got asked this in a class client check-in and that's like everything he just said and we didn't even rehearse this was exactly what I had said to her um, in the check-in. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Honestly, like you said, you know, the walk, maybe a bit of breathing, you know, just, um, you know, just, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that's kind of that. But like the thing is just, it is like, you know, there's nothing wrong with you if you feel that way. Cause like, I'll be honest, even, you know, after a perfect day of everything, like, you know, just great, great content, feeling inspired, you know, just good coffee, good food, good workouts and everything. Everything. I will say that just, you know, you do feel that way. Um, you know, for the most part, I'd say even after a perfect night of sleep, I just, there's that one little moment in the afternoon where it's just like, oh man, I just got to push through. So no, it's not going to, you know, fully last, but, um, you know, one thing that you could also do once again, with everything I say is just evaluate what's taking place around that time and maybe try to Im- implement something a little bit different. So, you know, you could, let's say, okay, let's, let's take a look at the caffeine intake. What's actually happening here. You know, you have a coffee as soon as you wake up at six at eight, you know, like maybe around a 11, like, could you switch something around? Like, you know, does it fit within your day to, you know, maybe have it at this specific time or like, just try to find something that maybe you could switch out or, you know, like you said, like Josh was saying, like you could add a bunch of these things in, or you could maybe take something out. You know, for some people, they have the biggest lunch in the world. Um, and they're just like, you know, just they're sitting on Instagram for an hour during their lunch. You know, sometimes let's say your lunch is one o'clock, like whatever time you get released, um, or it's not released, but like what, whatever time you get a break, it's like, maybe if I spent this time differently and switch this habit out for this habit. It's all about habits, right? So I think that was a great question. Everything Josh said was great, but that would be the only thing that I would, 
you know, maybe start to evaluate, you know, even if you keep a journal and just be like, okay, what exactly am I feeling at this time? You know, once again, it's not a bad thing, but you know, if, if you do kind of combat this, it can help you push forward for the rest of the night instead of just feeling like just, oh man, you're sluggish. And then it just keeps carrying on and you keep telling yourself you're sluggish and then you're unproductive and then you get nothing else done afterwards. Um, so yeah, definitely some good things to think about there. All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in today. Hopefully you really enjoyed today's episode. You're motivated. You got the whole week in front of you. So make it count. It's Monday. It's a fresh reset. You know, no matter how great or horrible last week was, you got a brand new one in front of you. The question is, what are you going to do about it? So, you know, set some small goals, get out there, take it one action at a time and win it. Uh, you know, if you want to get your journey started, have that guidance, have that accountability, really optimize it and work with the best coaches available. Definitely hit us up on Instagram. Instagram saying summer special we got three spots and we're really looking forward to taking on the three motivated people who want to see that change who really believe in themselves and are ready to get this going but as always thank you so much for tuning in we'll see you on thursday